Welcome to The Grow Show, powered by Steel. On The Grow Show, we share ideas, tips, tactics, and insights to help you grow your landscaping business based on our team's 40 years of experience running a landscaping company and working with other owners and their teams to do the same. New episodes are released weekly on Wednesdays. Filling in for our host, Marty Grunder, this week is Grow Group Vice President, Vince Torchia. I'll let him take it from here. Hey everybody, Vince Torchia from The Grow Show, powered by Steel, here to bring to you another mini episode. One of the my most favorite things that we do with our ACE peer groups is that they read this book called Winning with Accountability by Henry J. Evans. It sets the tone for how we run our groups. It sets the tone for how they should run their company. And today I wanted to give you a very quick highlight, whether you've read the book or not, on some of my key takeaways from this book, Winning with Accountability, and how we introduce it to ACEs. So what is accountability, right? We've all heard that word, but it's the process of transferring language of strategies into reality of strategies, right? Accountability is all about these high level things that we've talked about, discussed, and getting them into reality and getting them into our company. If you look it up in the dictionary, it's gonna tell you it's a quality or state of being accountable. It's an obligation and it's a willingness to accept responsibility. Now, that willingness to accept and the obligation lets you know it's a two-way street, right? Someone is asking you to do something and you're accepting responsibility for that in a positive way, not a negative way. Accountability is all about good performance. It shouldn't be about stress. The word does have a negative connotation to it, right? Holding you accountable, AKA you're gonna be in trouble, right? But we've gotta kind of rid that old definition of accountability and take on a new perspective of accountability, which is really just about, I'm just telling you how to be successful. I'm just front loading the expectations that I have for you. So front loading accountability, what does that mean? That means we just wanna strengthen relationships at our company with a foundation of trust. And we build that trust by front loading expectations not by bringing in expectations at the end of a project or the end of an idea. Nothing worse than finishing something of significance and somebody asking you at the very end, hey, why didn't you do this or why didn't you do that? So that would have been great to know before we did this project, before we undertook this meeting, before we did this event, right? So again, front-loading it just allows us to not have that ugly conversation after the fact. It means we set the expectation up ahead of time, we know what a win looks like, and now we can go execute it. But again, if you're adding accountability on the back end, hey, this is great, but why don't we do X, Y, Z? You're just breeding some negativity. You're breeding a bad language of accountability. Whereas on the front end, if you would have said, hey, it's my expectation that at the end of this project or event, these, th- these three things would have happened. These are the three things I care about most. Better chance those three things are going to happen. And even more important, better chance we're going to avoid an ugly conversation at the end. So we always want to front load it. Accountability starts with you, right? You personally, that's where accountability always starts. If you're a leader in an organization, right, whether you're an owner, an operations manager, a team leader, whatever the case may be, if you're a leader, the people that are underneath you are always looking at you. And what you are doing is speaking many more volumes than what you say or what your company says. So you're always being watched. Let's turn that into a positive and say you're always being watched for the good things that you do, for the example that you set not the negative things that you do or the, yeah, boss says one thing, does another, do as I say, not as I do mentality. So you've heard this many times from us, but that means you have a growth mindset. It means that whenever something is happening, good or bad, first thing you're going to ask is, well, what did I do or not do that allowed that to be a problem? What person did I not involve? What thing did I not communicate? What step in the process did I skip? 
right? What did I do that caused the problem? You go straight into process mode and avoid going straight into blame mode, which is who did that? Who's responsible for this? Why didn't they do this? Why didn't they do that? May that be warranted on some occasions? Of course, right? However, it shouldn't be your first instinct. The first instinct in any accountable organization should be, that screw up is my fault and here's why it's my fault. I could have reminded you. I could have sent you a text in the morning. It was on my mind. I didn't send you that text. That's my fault, not yours. I should have done that. That is just a better atmosphere to work in. What it does is it breeds this idea of incremental success. It shows you the fact that small wins every day will move you personally and the company forward instead of these big changes that last for a week and then fall back into play. So again, accountability should be front-loaded and accountability should start with you as the person. What does accountability require? It requires clarity, right? Any gap in clarity, we got potholes in the road. Ride's gonna be bumpy, we might break a fender, we might pop a tire. Clarity means we know exactly where we're going and what we're doing. We have the Super Bowl, the win, the ultimate outcome defined for how we want it to be. So again, once we have accountability in our organization, the clarity conversations become easier. Because since we have a growth mindset, as we just discussed, when someone gives instructions without clarity, the other person says, hey, let me make sure I heard you right. I didn't hear us talk about this. I didn't hear us talk about that. I didn't hear us talk about the customer. Who is doing those parts? Is that me or is that somewhere else? Because I'm missing some things in this conversation. Oh, Vince, thanks for bringing that up. I forgot to mention, right? And then we can have some more clarity. But if we agree that clarity is important, it becomes a two-way road. That means we're going to give as much clarity as we can. And that means when we don't think things are clear on our end, on the receiving end, we have to ask for some help. One of the most common takeaways from this book from peer group members is this idea of specificity. Hard word to say, easy word to implement. And when you think about the word specificity, you probably think, what in the heck does that mean? Specific, specific, specific how? And what the book talks about that I love is that specific language is clear language and clear language can help build a, a culture of accountability. So let me give you some four examples, right? Maybe you're listening to this while you're working out, maybe you're driving down the road, maybe you're out on a walk, maybe you're out on a job site. But if someone says to me, hey Vince, can you send that hours report to me as soon as possible? As soon as possible to me might mean well, I'm leaving here and going to the airport and I'm connecting flights in Detroit because I'm going to Des Moines, Iowa to do some grow prep. So the first possible instance for me to get that to you is probably going to be eight o'clock tonight, central time. Maybe ASAP to them meant right before you leave for the airport or in the next five minutes. Total miss in terms of what ASAP means. I'm guilty of using it myself, right? But it's not clear when I need that. How about end of the day? End of the day today for me, maybe midnight. Maybe that's when I'm getting back to my desk for the first time after traveling, seeing a company. End of the day might be 5.05 p.m. because I'm leaving here and then I'm going on to something personal. End of the day, who knows when it is for anybody, right? It's different everywhere. So, hey, Vince, by the end of the day, can you get this for me? There could be a seven-hour difference from that in somebody. Maybe that makes a critical change in how fast you want something, right? Or the, the one I use the most that I work on the most is when you get to it. Hey, Marty, when you get to it or when you can, can you do this for me? That is no man's land, right? When you can get to it. When I can get to it, I can get to it in March, right? I can get to it in six months. 
I can get to it tomorrow morning, but when you get to it is killer. So what does the book talk about? The book talks about using specificity. Hey, Marty, by Thursday at five o'clock, can you give me that hours report that I'm looking for? That just tells him, hey, that's just my expectation that I need that by Thursday at five o'clock. Hey, Vince, tomorrow before 11 a.m. Eastern time, can you send me that PowerPoint that we're going to go over together so I can review it before our meeting? Great. Now I know that. Now I know when he needs it. Not ASAP, not tomorrow, not when you can get to it, 11 o'clock tomorrow. Now, that is a transition for companies to go through because it sounds odd if you're not used to speaking that way to be telling people, hey, I need that report Friday by five o'clock Eastern time before you leave. That That's a different conversation than, hey, give me that when you can get to it. Give me that as soon as possible. So, what the book talks about really is starting to introduce that specific language in your company to create clarity, to push accountability. And then finally, the book wraps up talking about ownership, ownership of tasks. And my two favorite points from the book are one, two people cannot own something. One person can own something. If two people own something, nobody owns things. Sports are always an easy analogy, right? So the quarterback, there's only one quarterback on a team, right? We can't have two quarterbacks. Changes how we run the offense, changes the plays we're going to call. If we have two quarterbacks, we kind of have no quarterbacks. How does that move into an organization like ours in landscaping? We need to have one person that owns a property, right? Sales may sell it, operations might produce it, but one of them has to be responsible for owning it. Because if not, both fingers are pointing the other way and say, well, sales is doing that and ops is doing that and here we are now, right? Not good for you, not good for the customer. So for accountability to be present, one person has to own something. If two people own it, nobody owns that. So as you look through the things that you're working on, the tasks that you have, ensure that you go back and think, I've got too many people involved in this. I can keep them involved, but one person has to be ultimately responsible for this outcome. And second point that I think is most poignant because I see this as being done incorrectly, not only at our company, but many companies, is that when there's a new project, or a new initiative or something new that we're working on that's coming up, we first think about who has the time to do that. We're implementing a new software. We're buying a new type of truck. We're gonna do our rebranding. We're gonna change the way that we're scheduling work. We're gonna change up how our teams are structured. Taking on a new project, right? Unfortunately, me included, first instinct is usually, okay, well, who has time to do that? Well, Seth can't do it. Marty can't do it. Vince can't do it. Dalton can't do it. Uh, maybe Billy can do it. Billy can probably do that. I think he's got time to do that right now. That is wrong. Billy may have no experience doing that. Billy may have no clue how to run that. He just has the more time than somebody else, so we give him the project. When really the book reminds us that it really should be the person who has the best ability for making that project successful. It's the person with the most capacity, with the most smarts, with the most experience in that area that should make and own and win that, that deal. It doesn't mean they can't delegate and empower and bring other team members along with them to be successful, but they need to be the ones own it. So next time your company's taking on a, a, a new initiative, a new project, a new way of doing something, do not just assign the person with the most time. Do not assign the person with the most perceived bandwidth. Assign the person to own it that has the best ability to make that initiative a win and then work with them to delegate and empower the items of that that other people can do inside the company. Just because you own it does not mean you have to own every single chain of what has to happen. You're gonna be responsible for every chain that happens, 
but it doesn't mean you have to pull every lever and push every cord. So if you haven't read it before, Winning with Accountability by Henry J. Evans is a game-changing book that all of our peer group members read, that all of them work on then with their teams because it just gets everybody on the same page in terms of language, in terms of how they speak, and in terms of how they want to have a culture of accountability at their company. As always, if you're interested in joining ACES, reach out. We have two opportunities for people to join. It's every March and every November. We just onboarded an awesome group of ACES two weeks ago, and we're looking forward to continuing to add to our awesome group of ACE peer group companies. So with that, thanks for listening to The Grow Show powered by Steel, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Grow Show. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and head to growgroupinc.com for more information and resources to grow your landscaping business. A special thanks to the folks at Steel, whose support makes this podcast possible and whose reliable handheld power equipment makes our jobs easier daily. We'll talk to you next week.